My name is Cassie Summers. Welcome to the Curious Universe podcast. Hello, Curious Universe podcast listener. <laughs> Hello, wonderful you. I want to talk about something today that could be a pretty vulnerable conversation and that's the topic of beauty. Uh, it's, <laughs> it is an interesting topic. It usually brings up a lot of judgments for people, can bring up a lot of uh, avoidance for people, defense, trauma through lifetimes. I'm not here to bring up stuff and make you feel discouraged. I would actually like to explore another kind of beauty. Another kind of beauty that you might possess, probably do, but maybe. <laughs> maybe you possess it. And maybe we could explore it in a way that would allow you to perceive and to acknowledge what's actually true. See, I grew up thinking from, I don't know, movies I had seen, from uh, kind of what I, what I observed with uh, boys my age and the women that they would choose. I had this idea of what beauty was. Okay, and I thought beauty was some idea of perfection. <laughs> and it always was a tiny, skinny little, it was very much Barbie, right? So like the straight kind of perfect hair with the perfect outfit on the perfect body. And it was always a skinny body was a perfect body. That's kind of what I thought about beauty. And I used to have, oh my gosh, I would be obsessive with any time like a little piece of hair was out of the way, I would be like pushing it down. I had a part right down the middle of my head perfectly, by the way, perfectly down the middle of my head. Long, long, long blonde hair. And I was always trying to do it perfect. And it was a failure at it. I... I wasn't getting the guys. I wasn't getting um, attention. I didn't have admirers. And <laughs> worst of all, I just didn't feel good about myself. I, it started to create this relationship with my body where I actually hated it. I blamed it for not looking the way that I was told beautiful girls look. So my body was wrong because I was told that it was wrong. And why did I get handed such a terrible deal in the body cards? You know, as if they were just being handed out <laughs> at like the doorway. And the one I got handed was like this inferior <laughs> one that had curves. And I, I developed breasts at a really young age. Well, that you know, you know, perfect models are flat chested. And, and what is this? And <laughs> 
How do we stop it? How do we control my body to become what I thought being beautiful meant? This is not just a female thing. And I want to point that out because I have seen this in men of all ages and even in my own young kids. So what if we were just to get really vulnerable for a second and acknowledge that the world has a very <laughs> skewed view on what beauty is and physical beauty and even um, internal beauty. So, we, so often it's like, okay, well, I'll give up on the physical beauty thing, but I'll just have decided that I'll work on being beautiful on the inside. What if you're beautiful on the inside, but you also have a body that is beautiful in the way that it is beautiful. Getting to the another kind of beauty part. So fast forward, I'm a mom of two boys and I'm not happy with myself. I'm not happy with how my body looks. Obviously a lot of body changes after having kids. Um, I used to run two hours every single day to try and slim down. I was doing everything I could. And what was interesting is was I was getting bigger and bigger <laughs> and more, more and more uncomfortable with my body, more judgments of my body than ever before. And it's almost like I got handed a whole new set of judgments after becoming a mom. So I started to really explore this in a different way. And I started to look at women that maybe weren't the convention of beauty that I'd grown up with, but there was something about their aesthetic, their, their external stuff that matched a possibility of beauty I was aware of. And I explored that totally different and then I started to wonder, what would it be like if I allowed myself the freedom that these women are allowing themselves? That's when I first got the idea to shave my head. Now, you can't tell right now because I'm growing my hair out, but my, head, my head's shaved on the sides and I had a mohawk for seven years. <laughs> And I love that mohawk so much. I still love that mohawk. Oh, I'll look at photos um, and just, I adore the beauty that I was being in the world. Another kind of beauty <laughs> that I was being in the world with that mohawk. And now my body's asking for something different. So I'm just following along without a point of view as we change and evolve into a new space of being. But that mohawk, that was a choice that I had made when I shaved my head. It was a choice that I made to give up trying to be beautiful from someone else's point of view. It was a choice that I made to allow who I be to show up physically. Because <sighs> I was hiding it was hiding that being of me. I didn't want it to show up. I didn't want anyone to be able to target it. And, you know, you could see bodies. So 
I was hiding it dynamically. And the beauty of my being, I would not let show on my body. So I remember, I remember actually having a sense of peace when that razor touched my head and I felt my hair fall to the ground. Now that seems something bizarre, especially for a woman and a mom. <laughs> Moms are not supposed to have shaved heads. Not in the culture I grew up in anyways. Women aren't supposed to have mohawks. Not in the culture I grew up in. And I was choosing something and it, it wasn't against anyone, you know? It wasn't even for anything exactly. It, it was what I required to change an idea that I had bought into. This idea of beauty that I had bought into so dynamically that nothing was shaking it free. Nothing was changing it. And I'm so grateful I made that choice. Now, I'm not saying that everyone needs to go out and shave their head or do something dramatic. Um, you know, and we see that people do these dramatic things. For me, it was, I had to do something dramatic to actually create that change for myself. And I remember, I remember walking down the street and, you know, you uh, can catch a reflection in the windows of um, like if you're downtown, right? And so I caught my reflection. I was like, oh, wow. I remember looking at myself and for the first time since maybe I was like six years old, maybe even younger, I was like, wow, that's pretty beautiful. Like, I really like looking at myself right now. And I gotta tell you, I did not like looking at myself. I was away from the mirror as fast as I possibly could every day, just as quick, just get it done. And when I was trying to, you know, say you're dressing up to go out for a special occasion, usually by the end of it, I was so frustrated. I was so mad at myself. I wanted to cry because I didn't have the body that I thought I was supposed to have based on the lies of beauty. That mohawk changed my reality and it changed other people's realities too. It would, you know, people would have an idea about me based on my hairstyle and they would discover something so different and unique. And I would be told so often how much I inspired people by my choice, my choice to allow the beauty of my being and the beauty of my body to have congruency. <laughs> to have congruency and to show up to be seen even if no one else thought it was beautiful but I could acknowledge the beauty of that choice and the beauty of my body in a totally different way so why another kind of beauty because we need another kind of beauty on this planet like have you noticed there's like one standard <laughs> Now, if you, if you grew up in another culture, um, you might see something different where you grow up. 
where you live. Um, you know, I know this beautiful woman that grew up in uh, London, England, and she moved to Brazil. And it was like a culture shock of the way, you know, beauty was perceived there than it was where she grew up and uh, not knowing how to be with it and having um, resistance to what they had decided beauty was and how to be with it. But what if you have something truly unique to give to the world? with your beauty, whatever that is, however that shows up aesthetically for you and, and, and the beauty of your being. <laughs> what if we could create a movement across this planet that showed the world that beauty comes in all shapes, all sizes, all colors, all ways, different, different, evolving, constantly changing, miraculous ways? What if there was something so beautiful about you and your body that you can't even get to because you are holding on to judgments, ideals, ideas that have been put on you that maybe don't even belong to you? And what assumptions have you made about others regarding beauty, like, oh, you know, men don't like girls with big butts. Or if you grew up somewhere where men liked girls with big butts and you don't have a butt, then men hate butts like my butt. <laughs> or the other way around, it could be a man who, who thinks, oh, women hate body hair. And, or they wouldn't like, because I have a bit of a tummy or whatever that is. What if your beauty, the uniqueness of your beauty of your body and the beauty of your being is unmatched. It's uncomparable. Nobody else on this planet can have it. Not your, your siblings, your parents, even if you have the same DNA, you might look similar. People might say, you look just like your father. You look just like your mother. You look just like, just like, well, here's the thing. You aren't just like them. Now you might be trying to create your body to be just like them. I encourage you to stop that if you are not out of them being wrong, but out of this gift that shows up when people are willing to just be them. We'll miss it. The world's going to miss it. If you're trying to physically show up like other people, the world's going to miss what only you can be, what only your body can show up as, the beauty that only you possess. We're going to miss it. I don't want to miss it. <laughs> what if you gave yourself permission today to explore and explore it with your body not against your body body what would you like to look like body what's beautiful to us what's beautiful to me what vibration of beauty could we become could we allow that we already are, what if you actually explored that space and had fun with your body? Choose some things that you've never chosen before. Choose some things that you have chosen before, but this time without judgment. See how it, see how it shows up. Notice, <laughs> notice yourself. Notice when you go to judge you, 
when you go to judge your beauty and stop. Who does it even belong to? Is it even yours? Or is it something that you bought into? Maybe someone said it. Maybe you heard someone talking to someone else. Maybe you watched too many movies like I did as a child. <laughs> what is true beauty from awareness, not from judgment? And what if you explored that with your own body? Just acknowledge it. You see, we have these standards that we put on a body. We have these interesting ideals and ideas that we don't put on other things. If you looked out on a landscape and you saw a bunch of rolling hills with wildflowers all over it, would you say the shape of one hill is ugly? It should be like this. It should be more like this. Hmm. Would you do that? Yet we'll do that with ourselves. The shape of my chin, it's wrong somehow because it should be this other way. Or the shape of your nose. If you looked at your body and the beauty of your body, like the beauty of the landscape of the earth, would you treat it differently? Would you acknowledge it differently? And would you engage with it in a totally different way? You see, for me, another kind of beauty <laughs> is really acknowledging the gift that bodies are. Not just from, you know, they allow us to interact with the world. They communicate to us. They can embrace someone. They can facilitate change. The gift of bodies is also the beauty. The beauty of them in the world that can change realities. What if your body, the beauty of your body could change realities? But if you have a definition of that, if you have a judgment of that, you're never going to allow it. You're always going to be expecting something different. But if you allowed yourself to explore it and allow it to change, then what would be possible on this planet? What if the beauty of you actually acknowledged the beauty in others? Hmm. Would you be willing to have a life filled with so much beauty that you were in constant adoration of it and gratitude for it? Thank you for exploring beauty with me. Thank you for looking at another possibility. And if even for a moment after this podcast, you are able to receive the beauty of your body in a different way, then I'm grateful. Because I truly see bodies as these beautiful, magical creatures. <laughs> <laughs>
that <laughs> there is no perfection of. I would never lay eyes on a unicorn and be like, oh, mm, your horn is shaped weird. <laughs> I would never <laughs> be in the space of a dragon and expect it to look more like a pegasus or some other creature. I would acknowledge the gift of that body in the way that it's showing up in the magical way that it came here to show up. And what if your magical creature called your body is showing up in the way that you have probably judged it into, but you can free your body from those jails, from those judgments. And you might notice your body showing up very differently. And it might have, and I know a lot of clients that I've worked with on this topic have been amazed at how different their bodies look to them when they're willing, willing to peel away those judgments, when they're willing to acknowledge the different, <laughs> the difference of their beauty, of their aesthetic. Yeah. And engage with being that other kind of beauty on this planet, that undefinable, <laughs> uncopyable kind of beauty that only you came here to be and gift. I hope you enjoyed this. I really did. And I'm grateful for you listening. And I'll see you on the next show. Thank you for exploring the curious universe with me. Your curiosity matters. And what if, together, we could create a greater, more curious world?